can you just let me finish? Okay, well, I thought I had, but go ahead. Okay, y'all, let's take turns and let each other finish. Welcome to Let Me Finish, the podcast where three minds give their unfiltered and sometimes unpopular opinions on all the craziness going on in our lives and in this world. We're your hosts, Jillian, Janice, and Michael. Settle in and let's take a deep dive. And we are back for another episode of Let Me Finish. It is Sunday and I'm here with Jillian and Michael. Okay. Glad to be back. All right. And I'm Janice. And so we're just going to go right into it. Just jump in um, and talk about our week. So uh, as far as my week goes, it was mm, pretty chill week. This is my last I. I have this coming week is my last week before I go on vacation. So I'm super excited. I'm going on a cruise for my besties um, bachelorette. So she's having her bachelorette party. um, Well, her bachelorette week (laughs) on a cruise. Um, So we're all going to go to we're going to Cozumel and um, Progresso. So I've just been trying to get everything together for the trip because it's I haven't been <laughs> even kind of. So even this morning I went and like got some stuff to wear and I need I have some stuff in my car and I need to hit purchase. So nice. yeah, but that's pretty much that's it exciting. for my week. Yeah. Good stuff. I'm excited. I need a vacation. Yeah, I, I haven't had a vacation. I haven't had a week long vacation since 2022. So it's time. I can't remember the last time I had one, but it's been a minute. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. been a minute. I mean, I think Mexico was the last time we had a full like relaxing vacation a full week yeah that's what i'm saying we went to dominican oh, was it dominican cool. no it was mexico we went with stacy and what was it cancun no it, it was mexico i can't i, can't, I don't know if it's it was Maybe. dominican republic no that was oh that was COVID. the year before that was before covid where was it it was garza blanca is that cancun i think it was cancun yeah Okay. Yeah, we had fun. Either way, it was a good time. So yeah, that was the last time I went on full vacation. Last year we went on those two days with South Carolina, so I wouldn't count that as a vacation. Yeah. And- I'm not saying we didn't have a good time. Mm. There's not a vacation. Cousin. Like that's like a quick trip. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. literally a weekend trip. We went for like two days. So um, our cousin was retiring from the military, so he was doing the was a big they call deal. it a change of duty mm. ceremony. Yeah. So. Um, he was, it's uh, a really big deal, and they do make a. Uh, it's a really nice ceremony, and they make a really big deal out of it. Mm. So it was very. He nice. was uh, he was really high up there, so I think yeah. it was like a really big deal it was a for really his retirement. Cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he had command uh, sergeant major is what he was. Yes, yes, and um, he actually had a dinner for everyone. So nice. the family and couple of his friends from the military, like people who mm-hmm. had already retired out of the military, and they're like, "Yeah, we're coming. Just let us know the date and just." It was, a, it, it was, was so sweet. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, we almost didn't make it because we had really bad weather and we're just like, I hope we make it. Because yeah, <laughs> um, our, our mom flew out in the morning. Um, she, she totally made it. Um, but towards the, because we didn't fly until like six or seven mm-hmm. um, after work, after work. And it was me, Stacy, Stacy's husband, Janice and her cousin Craig. And, <laughs> and we all got to the airport of like, do y'all think we're gonna make it? The 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 pilots like there were no we'll delays see. though. We're, we'll see. It was only like a thirty minute delay. It, it was like and he's like I don't know. I never thought the weather was that bad. Y'all were feeling like it. I was like 
I think we'll be fine. No, because what it was, it was about a 30 minute delay and the pilot's like, okay, I'm just going to look at the, the pilot came to the thing, went on the plane. He's just like, yeah, I'll need 30 minutes. And he's like, I'll just fly around the storm uh, is what <laughs> he did. Now, let's be honest. He took off and was gunning it to make up for that 30 minutes. And he did. He made up for it. Was it scary? Um, there's a couple times where we did no. have really bad turbulence. <laughs> no, 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 Janice, you don't remember. We had a really bad turbulence where the, he was like, okay, everyone needs to keep their seatbelt on. And even the flight attendants were not walking around. And actually Stacy's husband got sick. Oh, wow. I was just like, oh, Stacy. <laughs> I wasn't uh, scared though. I wasn't. No, I, I, it's, it's it wasn't very, like the oxygen mask came down yeah. or anything. No, no, no. So I, we're seasoned, tra- um, travelers as far as flying by plane so mm-hmm. being in the air nothing really make a couple times we were just like shaking i was like oh shoot i'm like oh, okay cool fun ride okay mm-hmm. uh, but it wasn't like oh my god i'm gonna die it was nothing it was nothing like that i knew because of the weather it would be a, a rocky a bumpy ride yeah. yeah and so i mean like i said when he took off he just gunned it and just took off so it was a it was a not the best takeoff and mm-hmm. landing but he Start. got us there in one piece. Exactly. That's, that's the important part. Really he got us there in one piece. So that, that's all that matters. But yeah, we're still, it was still, it was a great time. Like I said, it was just really fun seeing him with his military friends. They took us on a tour of the base and everything. It was just really good. The nicest people you would ever meet. So yeah, that's really, awesome. it was a good time. So mm-hmm. yeah, either way, either way, that was my last trip. Mm-hmm. And, well, yeah. Yeah. And so I'm excited to, be on vacation, be on a beach. It's time. Mm-hmm. Get drunk. You've earned it. <laughs> yeah. You've Drink for five days. Uh-huh. Have nice dinners at night. Yeah. Breakfast. I plan to do lots of relaxing as well. Good. So, you know, I'm going to bring me. Reading. Yeah, I'm going to get a good book. I have, um, not Walking Disaster. It's, um, not, be- it was, I don't remember, but it's the last book for the beautiful series. So mm. I'm going to read that. And okay. So that's going to be my book. I'm going to go ahead and finish while I'm on vacation. Well, let me know if it's good. Cause I'll, I'll definitely read that. Cause I'm right now. You I'm should on, finish it. I mean, it's a I'm series. on my, I'm on my reading kick right now. So I finished, we talked about this last week. So I finished. What was the name of the book? A, touch, a touch, a touch of darkness. Uh-huh. I finished that. And then I started and finished sharp objects by Gillian Flynn, uh-huh. which if you want to, it's Gillian, uh, Gillian Flynn is the same writer of Gone Girl. Gone Girl. Amen. I loved it. Sharp I, Objects. That's the one that's going to be a show, right? It's already a show. Yeah. Where, where is it at? Where is it? It's streaming? on Max. Hmm. Oh. Max. Max. Have you watched I, it, Michael? No, but I know what it is. Amy Adams is in it. Yes. Okay. That's on, it. It's on Max. It was uh, originally an HBO. Now it's Max. But, mm. uh, but I've already seen the... I've already seen the, the TV series. I actually saw the TV series first. And I'm like, okay, let me reread the book. Because that show, the twist ending at the end, you had, had you, me floored. You were gooped. Very much so. I thought, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, show over. Cool, cool, cool. Wait a minute. Yeah. What's this? Yeah. The ending, I did not. I'd be like. I did not see this coming. So it was like to read it again in the book. And I'm just like, she's, she's a good actor. There was a song. There was a book called, she's a really good writer. There was a book called behind her eyes. That was ended up being a Netflix show, but I read the book. The book was so good. Okay, good. The I, book was so good. It's gonna go on my to be read behind her eyes. Please. Oh my! And that that shit is a that is a twist. You're like, what? Okay, good. 
Love it. Thank, I'm taking it for suggestions because, like, right now. Because the show was, like, shocking, and the book is even so much more detailed, so it's just so much Yes, better. I would I say the books that. are always better, um, but because, I'm on, like I said, I'm on my reading kick. My goal this year was to read at least one book a month. I've already been through three this month. Um, so I'm already off to a good start. So okay. keep if y'all have any suggestions, let me know. I will put it in my to be read list column. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so okay. I'm excited about that. Anything else going on in your week? No, that's it. Pretty much reading. Yeah. You're on your reading kick. Michael? Getting, getting mom ready to bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye. <laughs> so that I can sounds ha- like you're ready for her Yeah. To I'm go. ready to have my apartment oh, back to no. myself. Yeah. Well, the house is going to be built soon, so I'm sure we'll be there more often than she yeah, should. Yeah, but um, she was, um, um, she's hoping to have it done by this summer. Yeah. Oh, wow. So. Michael, how was your week? Um, it was a little stressful. I found myself um, a little, um, <laughs> not not bitter, but like a little testy with people that were that were trying to push my buttons all week. I'm talking about specifically work. Okay. And there was just an energy in the air. The person that was supposed to do, um, she has a huge responsibility. She was gone on a cruise all week. I got to, had to do all of her work on top of mine. Oh. So I got all these phone calls about, I have got a wedding coming up and I don't do weddings, oh. but I had to do the phone calls. And you're it's like, like, I'm like, cool. I, I don't do weddings. Of course I didn't say that to them, but I was like, you wanted the to. person, you know, that what you would be dealing with is actually you know on vacation mm. and I'm happy to help you. The phone would not stop ringing every day of the week. I'm talking nonstop, nonstop. And so every time I would open up a document, I would open up Excel or something and I would press like five and then be like the ring phone ring. <laughs> and then I'd answer it and say, thank you for calling Sherry to McKinney. How can I help you? And this is a sales team. How can I help you? And they're like, yeah, I got a wedding in 2029, and it's like, <laughs> I'm like and I'm like, girl, why are you I'm telling te- today? <laughs> I'm telling you though, those brides be they be serious about their weddings. They be like, I need to know everything right now. Yeah, everything has to be perfect. I'm oh, like, Janice, it's true. I talked to several women. In fact, a couple men too, the bride or the grooms, excuse me, that were saying, okay, I get their information, and they say, okay, so when can I find out the quote? Like, what's the price? And it's like, well, sir, there's a process. I have to go through my director of sales. I put a, a punch the numbers in. It's contingent on the day, availability, how busy we are, mm-hmm. all that stuff. So I can't just give you a number over the phone. Mm. And he's like, well, I'd really appreciate it if I can get it in the next hour. And I'm like, sir. Uh, what I, I have, just say? What I, I just say? When is your wedding and why are you in a rush? What for did the- I just say? <laughs> well, that's, it's so comical because they think Unfortunately, that Unfortunately, I only, won't. I can't promise that. You're um, the only person... Pretend. You think they're the only person that's getting married, mm-hmm. and it's like, sir, you're one of tw- uh, you're one of like thirty people that I talk to a day, mm-hmm. saying I've got a wedding coming up, and you know, <laughs> I I I do that thing where it's like, oh, congratulations, it's really exciting, and I do it so many times a day, I think it's starting to wear off on me, where I'm like, <laughs> you're like, I don't give a that's, shit. That's really exciting, awesome. That's how it is. People feel uh, working customer service. Uh, after a while, people are like you don't care. I'm like. Ma'am, do you understand how many people have problems and they come to me every single day? At this point, I am numb. I, I really right. don't care. Right. Unless it was my house right. or my car getting repoed. Or your family. I don't care. Right. Damn customer service. Yeah. It, it, customer service sometimes does suck the soul from you. Yeah. Um, Where is but the empathy nothing, And I think it really comes down to the energy of the person you're talking to. Now, there are some people who... 
you, I really do feel sorry constantly for, have to grade customer and service they kind of like, oh my gosh, you know, and I think it's how people approach it. Cause, um, unfortunately there's a lot of people who, you know, they get in a situation and it's almost like, it's my fault. I'm like, yeah, no, no, no. I think it's, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do this to you. I understand that you're frustrated and you want help. Um, uh, but the blame game yeah. and making it seem like it's my fault. That's where I kind of like, okay, Jillian's well. little. You're a little. I'm a little. You're a little hard as stone. I am a little harder because I'm. Just I'm like, like, damn, Jillian. These people's lives are being like there are in shambles. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's have a little empathy for them. But damn. Most of the time, it is not. She's like, it's their fault. I'm like, I know. Yeah, but, but damn. But I think at the end of the day, it's how you approach the situation, how you. So I always tell people, I said, really honestly, when you come on the phone, hey, here's my problem. I'm a, I'm a problems, problem solver. I'm a problem solver. Yeah, yeah. So for me, a my I've discussed this with my colleagues. Um, my number one thing is, is like I my pet peeve is unnecessary information. Yeah. So if you're telling me about your oh, your auntie's no. niece's dog <laughs> that passed away, what I got to do with this? Yeah. I need, so, I need okay. pertinent information I feel that like, help me do my job and help you. Yeah. I feel like I'm because I'm in management over like I have been in management over a customer service department. I'm like. Yeah, well, no, you still, <laughs> you still no, have to I let them still talk. Listen, but, but I, I do out. also feel like even like my bosses when they would come and like critique one of my calls, and I'd be like, "Girl, I'll be on these calls all day, so you cannot come and judge me for you never take them. So you don't have as much like, can I move on? Yeah, <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, no, <laughs> but I do think that I'm not. when you're scoring them, you have to. It's like, yes, you have to let them talk about the unnecessary information. Exactly. No, you, they're you allowed to, you have but, to, but please understand. I mean, I allow them to do that, whatever yeah. they want to do, but it's just, it, it hinders me because I'm just like, I need you to get to the problem so I can get to the solution so, so I can get you off this. the phone. Yes. Um, you just have so, to have, find a way to transition the conversation into that. Like, and that's I, what I, I end up like, doing. <laughs> so going on on the account. Um, <laughs> and that's what I have to do. You just have to redirect But it, it is my. Because some people will tell my, you their whole life story. Exactly. Oh. And I, I'm the Their queen of redirection. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, that's nice. Anyways, um, well, so, I still act like I give a shit about what they just said. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, so that and it anyways. does because I'll be putting them on mute and be like, uh, you don't leave me. <laughs> and then I'll be trying to tell people just because you mute the phone, I can still hear you on the call recording. <laughs> so no, yeah, you can't talk oh, crap about uh, my calls aren't recorded. Oh. oh, and the recorded calls, no, they can't hear what you, when, what, it's only, oh, okay. oh no, okay. no, any they system I've ever been on, people, and I have to, and I've had to reiterate, when you mute your phone, whatever call recording there is, it's still being recorded. So you go in there and talk crap about this person or that person, it's still recorded. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, it's not. No, if they're And mute. they've been busted. Oh, my God. <laughs> so my calls aren't recorded, but. Interesting. Um. <laughs> No, customer or customer service department there is, but in collections now our calls aren't recorded. That's interesting. Um, yeah, that is interesting. even more interesting. Yeah. yeah so um, we're just not a part of that that system. I would definitely want to hear how the collectors talking to people. I mean, we're not, we don't talk to people crazy because it's not like we get commission. You on, may not. I don't. No. I don't. No, I don't. I don't talk to people crazy. I we like just I said, catch me on a bad day. I, yeah, you may catch me on a bad day, but I'll I'll meet you and be like, you get off this phone. But I don't. I'm. People say you're the sweetest. You're the meanest sweet person we've ever met. So on the <laughs> mm-hmm. phone, I'll be sweet as sugar. But in my mind, I'd be like, if this dumbass, I'll get off my phone. I'm gonna I'm gonna snap. I, yeah. That's why but, I tell people you gotta be nice. But you'll never you'll never get you'll never get that energy yeah. from me. In my mind, I'll be. 
thinking and saying one thing, but when I'm talking to you, I'm very professional, yeah, very course. to the point. Of course. And I'll I'll Respectful. bring it back it to center. For yeah. me it's I'm gonna I'm always gonna be professional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna match your energy. So if you coming at me aggressive, I'm I'm gonna be factual on you. I'm gonna be like, well this is what's going on, this is what's going on here, and there's no room for fluff. Because yeah. if you don't want no fluff, I ain't giving you no fluff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, go. I definitely I definitely this, match this way, energy. But I tell people well. all the time, like that's why I tell people even in my training, I'm like be nice to your customer service representatives no matter where it is. Yeah. Because they have Anyone a lot more power service. than you think. Yeah. And even if they said they can't, they probably could if you were nice. <laughs> yeah, because uh, a lot they of They probably time, would just to get you off their phone if you were nice. This is anyone in the service industry, but um, I, I definitely do match energy. And I'm the kind of person that if you're being rude, I'm definitely like, when I tell people, hey, this is what's going to happen, X, Y, and Z, are you threatening me? No, that's not a threat. That's that's what's going to happen. I'm obligated to tell you that, so there's not a surprise. But it's not a threat. It the, the bank that's the is professional serious. way, not the. It's a promise. Oh, it's not a threat. <laughs> no, it's a promise, girl. The, this isn't a threat. This is what will happen. The bank has procedures. These are the procedures. So you can't tell me. X amount of time from now, well, she never told me. People be trying to get. That's out like of if so, a cop is trying to arrest someone, and the kid, the person getting arrested, is like, "Is this a threat?" It's like you knew it was gonna happen. Yes, yes, you ma'am. Robbed, yes, ma'am. Me. Like, what do you think? It's not really happen? a threat. It's a, it's a procedure yeah. of what's going to take place. Yeah. If you continue in this manner, I don't, I don't, I don't appreciate that threat. I'm like, well, that's not a threat. I think you need to go relook that what up. With threat? That's not a threat. Get your life together. That is that's not. A, that's not a happen. threat. I mean, that's not a threat. But I'll show you a threat. Yeah. No, I won't. I won't be outside. You. And I'll that? throw you a threat. <laughs> How about that? But anyway. I mean, yeah. Whenever I'm on the phone, I'm very professional. But yeah. I want to, like I said, we've all we've all worked in the service industry. Yes. Um, I always tell people you want to be nice to your service providers, whether you're on the phone. Which I think when you're on the phone, they tend to be more. F- froggy and, and yes. feel like more bold because I've worked frontline in person and I've worked of course customer service over the phone and I feel like I've never been called the B word more times over the phone than oh, I have. Oh wow. Yeah. I, it, it I don't know if I've and ever it, been called the B word And the thing is, is the that phone. they're not even brave enough to stay on the phone once they do call me a B. They hang up. Oh okay. Okay so you, you, you're not even I, brave enough to stay on the phone once you do call me that word. I haven't even called I me said, a B. Oh, I, but I've had langu- I know that language too. I mean if, if that's what we were going to do we can definitely use that language. I've but had they people use derogatory out. terms for people towards me. I'm like oh I'm black. <laughs> if you didn't know. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> they use derogatory words? Yeah yeah sometimes. Sometimes yeah. Like what? Like how you like and then the n-word yeah. are you serious yeah yeah no i've never been called the n-word yes, phone, but i've had colleagues being called the n-word yes oh my God. and i and i or they'll talk about people of color and call them n-words oh my and i'll God. be like i don't think you realize i am a person yeah i, I had black. one this this i one, am one of those n-words yeah this one time this one older gentleman was complaining about immigrants and in my mind i'm just like i'm an immigrant i'm an immigrant yeah, you right. asshole. yeah yeah yeah. i've definitely had that especially and I was just like they're taking your jobs i'm like what yeah i've had i've had if they can come here without talk papers about, and get two jobs you can't get one yeah i've had people talk about biden yeah trump like mm-hmm. their views we need to get these people out of here and like i'm like uh-huh. Okay, so what I'm going to do with your account is... <laughs> okay. But yeah, so um, I think we're going to take a quick break and come back. We're going to come back with 
a chokehold. Well, I have a chokehold. I don't know if these guys do. I do too. Um, I do too. Okay, cool. So we have some chokeholds, and then I think we might just get into jump into our little our main topic after that. So we'll be back. And we're back, and so. I think instead of doing chokeholds, what we're going to do, guys, is we're going to do our famous grab bag. So I think all of us have like a little something we want to talk about. Um, and I think all of them are going to be warranted a good amount of feedback from each of us mm-hmm. um, just because they're all kind of like, girl. Um, <laughs> so I'll start first. So my grab bag was... Uh, Krishan Rock, which I don't think Michael knows a lot about Krishan Rock and Blueface, but it's still ridiculous. Um, And we've talked about Krishan Rock on here before. Um, She is a rapper who started off in reality TV um, in a dating show for Blueface. Either way, their relationship has been nothing but toxic. Mm -hmm. Just beating beating each other up, Mm. like cussing each other out. Throwing each other on the bus on, like, social media. It's just a toxic relationship. And now they have a baby together. Poor baby. Um, sorry to say. Hopefully things get better. But for right now, I feel bad for that son. Um, but so now they have broken up. He did not claim her baby at first. Now they're back together, apparently, supposedly, allegedly. Because he's now in jail. He don't went to jail. Oh, oh no. Great. He don't went to jail. And I guess since he's been in jail, he's been reaching out to her and like, oh, baby this and baby that. I miss you. Because your baby, your other baby mama done left you high and dry because she was like, oh, you went to jail. I'm done with you. <laughs> so now he's like, let me go back to this other one. Mm-hmm. That's what he did. So he doesn't want to be alone. Yeah, probably not. And he wants a woman that's obsessed with him. Like, well, and, she is. You know, and she mm-hmm. is. Um, so my whole... Uh, grab bag is the fact that this woman first of all she had his face tattooed on her neck before when they broke up she got it covered up with a rose now this woman went and tattooed this man's face again on her face this time on the side of her cheek ridiculous she looks ridiculous it's like how do you get that obsessed with the man to where you tattooed their face on your face there's something wrong with her like that's sad yeah so my rule when it it's comes a, to tattoos is I will never get anyone's name. Yeah, and she no. has Jonathan right above her eyebrow too, which is his first name. Yeah, no one's name, no one's face, no, no, no. no it's like a first of all, isn't it, it's a kiss of death. Yeah, yeah. And also, what happens when you're no longer with them? It's just imagine. Exactly. I mean, yeah. like you're you like, get a new man and your ex is. <laughs> it says Todd on your. <laughs> yeah, like right above your. Yeah. Stuff, you know, yeah. or so I'm like, because everybody goes into a relationship with the idea that it's going to last forever. I get that. But haven't we all been there to where it did not? Yeah. So why risk this permanent thing on your body for something that you don't know if it's going to last forever? Maybe you think it's going to last forever. Then he completely changes or you completely change. People yeah. change. Yeah. I'm just like, but his face. That's the part on I your face. Get. Was it even a good tattoo? Like, did it look authentic? Yeah, it looked like his face. Yeah. Wow. But I'm just like, now you have this huge ink. It's like, it's on her whole cheek. Her whole cheek. It ruins your face. It's like, her face is no longer her face. Like, he owns you in every way. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, technically she could cover it up with makeup. So, anyone who has face tattoos, I mean, do you, boo. Um, but my thing is not the location. It's what was put on. Yeah. I always tell people when you're putting, especially a romantic partner, 
names and faces don't, don't do it don't i feel like it. for me it's where it's where it's at yeah like i can't i feel like if you have somebody's face somewhere like you can cover that up mm-hmm. but it's like on your face now you your face what people perceive as you has this other person on it yeah I mean, I think because that's a trauma bomb for real, honey, because we know doesn't Jay-Z and Beyonce, they have the number four on their on their wedding finger. Oh, they do. They do. That's easily taken off, removed, taken off, covered, explained differently. Do you think she was thinking? (laughs) Do you think she was thinking about that? Be like, I I permanently tattooed this matching tattoo. First of all, Lemonade is like an actual iconic album it was just chef's kiss that album front to back it, no skips on that album um so she did get something at least something good out of it but him cheating him cheating i was just like jay-z you ugly you know you ugly as hell i have a question on that <laughs> okay so we why know would you, why the, would you cheat on beyonce who cheats on beyonce same like you pulled, you I mean, that's what I'm saying. Way let's, above, you because way above your head. Let's be real, and you said it before. Cheating's not about looks. It's people. It's people not. rarely cheat up; they cheat down. Yeah, they do. That's so, actually a really good point. It's not. Yeah. It's but nothing Beyonce, to do with it. Beyonce, Who's oh. who? Beyonce is who the woman is that they're cheating on has or, or man has nothing to do with the act of cheating. Oh, that's true. You're you right, know, you're right, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's it's. Yeah. Like so that's why I'm like when you get if you get cheated on, never put it on you. What did I would do? What right, did I right. it's nothing to do with you. It's everything to do with that person cheating. I think mm-hmm. you're right. Yeah. It's, Even if there's a problem in a relationship. Sometimes people just and I legitimately have met people who men, I'm like, you cannot help yourself. Like it doesn't matter who he's with. Mm. He can't help it. He's going to cheat. He's a cheater. He's just <laughs> and I'm like at I don't think that will change. Like, maybe you think it will, but I personally am like, but I also have always said, I feel like once a cheater, always a cheater, just a matter of one again. Yeah. There are people that use it as an excuse and say, well, I have an addiction. I'm a sex addict. And it's like, okay, and that's probably valid, but I believe, you know, at the same time, it doesn't excuse you cheating that many times it's just like what i want to know because i don't want to be with you right if if you're an addict then i need to know that so that you know yeah that's mm -mm. i couldn't be with someone who was uh, let me take that back i couldn't be with with someone who consistently cheated that's if you've cheated in your past that's different than you've cheated every on every single girlfriend you've had right that's two different things yeah you to me at this point if you cheat on every girlfriend you've had you can't help yourself or you don't want to help yourself and at some point, even if you can help yourself and that you decide not to, you're going to decide it again. Yeah. yeah. It's I just the moment that you're not happy enough. Yeah. yeah. I think some people, there's something else going on internally that they need to address before they can be in a committed, monogamous sure. relationship. Now, there are some people that um, feel like monogamy is not for them. And I've always said, if you want to be in a open relationship a polyamorous relationship i have no problem with that yeah. as long as you're up front and everyone yeah is but it's a poly relationship the poly relationship but that's the much y'all have right i think i think some people just need to be upfront about why they're doing what they're doing and i don't when it comes to krishan and Blueface. There has to be some kind of trauma bonding between them. That's what I'm saying. That's the ultimate trauma bond to me between Krishan Rock and Blueface because even with his baby mamas, it's not the same extreme. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't like this until she met him. 
And then he, I don't know how he was before. I just know the things I've read about her in the past, it didn't seem like she had this issue. She's clearly an alcoholic. Don't get me wrong. She yeah. is an alcoholic. She's clearly medicating. She's self-medicating to mm. run away from something. Something. Right. Because she's so belligerent when she gets drunk. Yeah. It's, it's And do you crazy. think some of the extreme behavior is due to needing attention for fame? You think maybe that could be a culprit It could be well? because I know she did get a lot of attention media and attention from her the way she was acting on that blue face baddies thing or whatever it was called Mm -hmm. so it could be something where now it's more strategic than anything Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna go ahead and get shit faced because i know it's gonna make me do something crazy and i know i'm gonna get publicity off of it it could be it could be it could be and i think maybe that's a part of the reason why she got the tattoo even though she's gotten one covered it up and now has gotten one another one again on your face prominent place i think honestly i sometimes i really do think it's for this branding that she's created so the brand you want to create is that you're a slave to Blueface. i mean i think the the extreme behavior is part of her brand Mm -hmm. yeah so i think doing these extreme things is is on brand for for her as far as yeah it's very irrational and i think she's doing she feels like this is what has made me famous this is what's gotten me paid so i need to continue along that lane i can almost respect that more yeah i mean i don't you know what at the end of the day (laughs) it's extreme but there's a when it comes to doing extreme things lots of celebrities do extreme things you may not this is getting a tattoo in the face but what's difference between getting the outrageous um, BBLs and butt injections and other modifications people do to be able to make it in Hollywood. Lady um, Gaga's meat dress. Well, I wouldn't say yeah, make it in Hollywood because people seen, do that. You've done extreme things. Like, you've seen the extreme things of Madonna or Little Kim yes. or Lady Gaga. I guess because that, that those extreme things have a very negative impact on her life and it will and they will probably affect her way later Following on in her life yeah. than just I mean, wearing a meat dress. Right. Yeah. There's a big difference. So I know Cardi B was talking about, she got back alley butt injections. That's going to affect her, but she felt like that was what she needed. But I don't feel to, like that's a celebrity thing. That's a people thing at this point. Yeah. And it means to get attention, whether that's attention from, from Hollywood or getting fame from the world or if or it's they just, just want your, a big ass. you just want a big ass. <laughs> or for, they want a big for ass. What, for what reason, though? Because they doing... want to look in the mirror and see your big ass. Or they're trying to doing it for attention. And they feel yeah, like this is a new beauty I standard. I feel like any changes, extreme changes to your body then could be equated to that. Yeah. So and it's not like she was going because she at the time she couldn't afford it. She was I'm like, you're literally putting your life on the line doing these back alley procedures um so i feel like there has to be a a, you have to draw a line in the sand where it's just like okay is it really worth it and i think for krishan like i said we've discussed krishan on this podcast several times in blueface and their relationship and we talked about how it's a physically abusive emotionally verbally abusive relationship at the end of the day um i think for her i'm hoping that with him being in jail maybe a little bit more distance. Oh no, she moved into his house. Oh. Oh. So she she wow. had a post yeah. and she was like moving back in with daddy. Oh. I mean, I think, while he's still in jail. Oh my I God. think at the end of the day, I think for her, like I said, both for him and for her, this 
it's, it's something deeper that we're not seeing and i really do feel like they're trauma bonding with each other and they feed off each oh, trauma other trauma bonded yeah i think they feed off each other like each reaction gets more and more extreme trying to react to the other person they're just not a good couple they're just not they shouldn't be together period um so for for her to get that tattoo honestly am i shocked no and the sad part is, is I feel like in the beginning, I almost thought they were cute. That's sad. Mm. <laughs> I never thought they were cute together. But I probably never... go for toxic men, too. So, yeah, yeah that's probably part of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, look at this girl getting her toxic man and get it together. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you all know, uh, Michael doesn't watch a lot of reality TV show, or if, if any. I, you know, I don't really. That's not really my I never bag. watched her show. I just. Yeah. And so, but I know showing up on my feed and started looking. Well, I think that's where how we all, most people learn about them is throwing up the feed. But I think most reality TV shows, whether it's Real Housewives of Enter Whatever City or The Kardashians or Survivor, whatever Survivor, Bachelor, you know, I just feel like every time the shows like The Golden Bachelor, yeah, turns out his whole entire profile was a lie. And I was just like, what are you it's trying to say? Reality real. TV's fake. I disagree. It is. It's not very fake. Not all. Which ones do you consider real? Vanderpump Rules is real. Really? Yes. Okay. I believe in it. In your dreams. Okay. okay. Yeah, they do that. Like, even. It's the, my it's, opinion. It's, let's be honest. <laughs> let's be honest. When they're on, like, even with the Kardashians, when they're on television, you're telling me every single day of your life, you have a full glam team. Your makeup, your hair. You don't think that Kardashians do? Every day? Yes. Do you not have a break? Yes, I do. Like, yes, I do. And I just yes, don't I do. think if the cameras were there, would you still be doing all that stuff? Yes, I think so. If you, <laughs> no, if you. Celebrities? If no one knew who you were, if she was still um, well, Paris Hilton, There would be no reason for her to have to do that. Instead of her thing. I'm just like. What would be the reason for her doing it if she had no type of celebrity? Because she's a celebrity and people are constantly looking at you. Walks at her door and people are taking pictures of her. Oh, Janice. But the full <laughs> glam, I mean, I understand. I understand. Being, I, you know, I like I reality TV. Don't come for reality TV. Yeah, now. I understand being put together, but full glam, like you're going on a red carpet somewhere, a movie premiere somewhere. On a Monday. That on well, a they Monday don't always going have full to, glam. to Starbucks. Well, they don't always have full glam. Like Janice. they're going to. They, no, they don't. Janice. Do you watch it? Janice. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, every picture. You don't watch it. And, so most, how would you and know? let's be honest, that's the not, thing. You always no, no, no. give a strong opinion about Kardashians when no, you don't not, watch it or inter, inter, entertain okay. any of the posts or anything. No, no, I no. do. And I, I know have people that do. Like I said, I and used, you make a very strong opinion that you don't have all the facts about. Okay, what you I'm You make trying, a very judgmental. What I'm trying to vantage say judgment you act like i've never watched the kardashians i have watched in like them. a decade and let's be, just because i don't watch it on a regular basis does not mean i don't know some of the stuff that goes on or see clips or anything like that i just feel right like they're very fake this is not this is fake you're doing it for television you're doing it for for views and honestly right now i feel like they're recycling the same storylines and so, i feel like so oh, in hollywood Oh, you think that everybody's super, honest, with, but somebody, super honest, but Jada's super honest to you. But Jada's super honest to you. So somebody got in another fight with Kim. Surprise, but surprise. Jada, Jada tells the truth all the time. What? Courtney and Kim <laughs> got in a fist fight again. Surprise, surprise. There's nothing. There's nothing. Again, they've been in a fist fight once. Okay. What do you mean again? Okay. I'm just saying you don't watch it. Okay. You don't even okay. attempt it's just, to. It's the same thing over and over again. It's it's tiring. 
Kim, uh, Court, uh, Chloe got cheated on. Is it just the Kardashians Court, or is Chloe this how you got feel cheated on again? Surprise, surprise. Is this a, just the Kardashians or just how you feel this about is celebrities? Just reality in general, reality TV in general, just in general. I mean, I definitely think it's uh, some of it's fabricated for sure, but that's the whole point. That's why it's an entertainment show. Isn't that Correct. the point? But I wouldn't call it reality TV. What is it's it? It's just a show. <laughs> it's scripted. I know yes. that was. I know for sure that I can't speak to the Kardashians, but with um, Real Housewives of whatever city, mm. those fights, some of them are real, but a lot of them are are embellished. And scripted. They, it's scripted. Well, what will happen is they'll make them so if they have like an argument off camera, uh-huh. they'll have them reenact it. Right. That's right. what they'll do. That's exactly for sure. Right. Yeah. And then they'll sell them like, you know, really go for it. Like, right. Really it. But to me, it's like you're saying that like every single person in Hollywood doesn't fabricate themselves in some way or form. I, I every single person does. When it comes to Hollywood in general, uh, sometimes I do wish we went back to a time where you were just focused on the art instead of how many followers you have. Not even popular. followers, but I'm just like, do I really need to know who you're dating? When yeah. was really this time? Need to know... <laughs> when was this time? In the 50s, for sure. There was yeah, food. it was... Even, like, Audrey Hepburn and Marilyn Monroe, like, it was still it's the very, same thing. I think who are pe- they dating? Who are you cheating on People that with? that shift <laughs> happened with Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton. That was... Where everything, like, 40s, was... 50s? No, that uh, was 60s. Yeah, 50s? so... 50s or 60s i can't remember uh but they're saying that everything prior to then was very well curated by the studios studios, studios owned the and so like the any picture that's released any they had to they do were what under they said, contract which would mean that's still not authentic it's not authentic but i feel <laughs> like it was very it was very curated um but I also think that you went to see the new Elizabeth Taylor movie not because of who she was married to, but because you f- thought she was a really good actress. Yeah, and I think some. I think right now I feel like a lot of celebrities feel like the only way to get attention is not necessarily through their art; it's through whatever craziness is going on in their personal lives. And I, I that's where but I that's think because there's a of people's gross, like not gross, but like their 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 need to know what's going on with them on a personal level too. Yeah, you couldn't have that without people with their morbid curiosity either. Uh, yeah, I think so, and what, I think honestly, I think we need to get away from that. What about that show, Jackass? Girl. Those people did that f- those stuff for a reason. That, that was for attention. That was definitely attention, yeah, but that was reality. Definitely, <laughs> definitely attention. And, that was real. Yeah, I, like I said, I wasn't a fan of Jackass. It was I funny would. at times, but um, yeah, other was, times I'm just like, yeah, no, this isn't real. Like, I feel like you should just take. I feel like. You should take reality TV and all of it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Entertainment. Popcorn. Entertainment. Yeah. Entertainment. And that's for me. And it, as my ex used to call it, it was mindless TV yeah. or garbage TV. And I sure would be like, sure is. Yeah. Anderson and Cooper I would watches, enjoy it. Anderson Cooper watches Brew Housewives because. And, it's enjoyable. Know, it's, you, you don't have to think. think. Uh-huh. You don't have to think. I, like I said, oh, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. yeah so much not, things to think that, about in life. But I, I feel like that's the one time I can be like, cool. And I think um, my disconnect happened, like, we've we've discussed this when Stacey was here. I think when our first season, we talked about reality Stacey TV. Stacey my bad. Yeah, <laughs> we had a reality TV show. And um, I think where I eventually had a complete disconnect is re-watching Jersey Shore. Oh, okay. And I realized the things I found entertaining and funny was Sam and Ron. And now that I'm older, now I'm just like... 
I'm literally looking at domestic violence and cheering this show and think it's funny and entertaining. And now I Did look back. Did you cheer it on then? I thought it was funny. I thought it was You thought it was funny when he was breaking her stuff? I thought it was entertaining. You thought it was, oh no, I thought he was crazy. Yeah. And she needed to get out. Yeah. You broke my but shit. We, but it was still, for me, inter- it was still, it, there was a disconnect. I feel No, I thought he was crazy. Entertainment. But then now I look back, I'm like, no, there was, there, honestly, I think the producers were very negligent. They should definitely have stepped in and protected her uh, for sure. Cause I'm just like the violence. I think the violence, I just, I didn't well, you know, I fully think comprehend it to me. And we're going way over on this silly topic, but mm-hmm. um, for me with Ronnie and Sam, to me, it never got to a point where he was physical with her. She mm-hmm. got physical with him. Yeah. But as far as break, cause to me, it was the breaking of the stuff, which to me crossed the line because when you broke all her stuff, that was the moment I was like, Ronnie, needs help yeah. yeah i said it then and i said it and i say it, and even when that show was happening i was like who was he before what are y'all talking about yeah. i didn't see that yeah you broke all of her stuff because you were mad that she danced with a guy yeah you broke all of her things yeah her flat iron her glasses everything threw it out the window threw yeah. it out the off the balcony like mm-hmm. that's extreme like you're so angry yeah so Whole to me, season. like I know you said you I when I watched it the first time, I was like, Oh, he's crazy. Yeah. He needs help. And I think that was their, their mo- most popular season too. So I, I guess I'm trying to step back and re examine and be more conscious yeah, I understand. of what I consume because I feel like I'm what is being put out is doing more harm than good. I guess yeah, I'm I trying to consume less and I because I, I don't want that in the ether. I guess I'm yeah, gonna say. I, I totally get And it. I think once we stop viewing it as entertainment and call it out for what it is and stop putting watching and putting money in the pockets of these producers and these companies, mm-hmm. they'll stop putting it on television. So I think that's a tall order. And I think and I don't know if that's Yeah, I think happen, it is girl, I think it's a tall order. I get it. And I think in the end um there's going to be a time where something bad's gonna happen and it's gonna cost It already has. I think and cost but, people their lives. Yeah. It already has. Yeah. Except this is what we go through in life too. Yeah. Not just on reality TV. Yeah. Yeah. I feel sorry for her, but hopefully she's in a happy place. She's fine. She'll get in a better place. She but. is in a better place. She with a new man. He love him. She good. No, not Sammy. I talk about Krishan and Blueface. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know what her. She I, help, I have but. hope for her. So hopefully she'll get her stuff together. Mm. Okay. All right. We'll just jump into our next subject then. So one of the things I wanted to discuss is the Oscars. So everyone that knows me well knows that I am a huge movie buff. Mm -hmm. I see movies all the time. I've always been this way ever since I was a kid. And Mm -hmm. um, I happened to see a lot of the movies that I thought were going to get nominated for Oscars this year. Some of them did. Some of them did not. And the ones that really stood out to me that were big surprises, I think a lot of people are talking about Barbie. Um, Ryan Gosling getting Best Supporting Actor, which I'm not opposed to. That's fine. Like, he was funny. He was good. I thought he did a good job. Mm-hmm. But the irony is that the film is about the fact, it's it's about the patriarchy, and, and Barbie didn't get a nomination. Margot which, Robbie. Margo, excuse me. Margot Robbie didn't get the nomination, which, okay, that's that's fine. Mm-hmm. But the <laughs> what's not fine to me is Greta Gerwig, because she created, she wrote, co-wrote and directed this film. She deserves 
all the credit. The film wouldn't be the film. There'd be no Ryan Gosling. There'd be no America Ferreira. There'd be no Margot Robbie without Greta Gerwig. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge Greta Gerwig fan. I think she's amazing. No Barbie movie. She's she's actually our age, and she's she really her, yeah her I mean her mind is so multifaceted and complex. And um, I've seen all of her movies. I love I love her work. And so her not getting a nomination, but the movie getting nominated to me felt like a slap so in the face. Nice. Yeah. And and we and were talking of her actors, getting right? Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, I'm I like Ryan Gosling, good for him. I like America Ferrera, but I honestly think that Margot Robbie deserved a nomination because I yeah. think I don't think it was like an incredible performance by any means, but I think there she there was a lot of depth to the role that she brought, unexpected depth, mm. and I thought there were layers to her performance. She wasn't just. Barbie. Barbie. She <laughs> she was, I mean, you know, the scenes where she was crying and stuff, she like really brought a lot of emotion. emotion. Mm-hmm. And so I actually thought she was going to get a nomination. And then I, I was scrolling down and I saw no Margot Robbie, huh? And then I scrolled down to director and I saw no Greta Gerwig. And then, of course, I saw America Ferrera and Ryan Gosling listed. And I was like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. The Academy has been known to get things wrong before. And at the end of the day, the... It's just people's opinions. Yeah, I mean, it's like, just a board of people. It's exactly like the, the Academy has every right to choose whatever they want to choose. That's their preference. Just because I don't agree with it doesn't mean. I mean, who am I? You know, just because I don't agree with it. Um, but I was disappointed. I mean, for me, I think you made a really good point saying the whole point of the premise of the movie is the whole patriarchy mm-hmm. and and their their stance above the matriarchy. Yeah. Right. And yeah. to me, it's it happened again. Right, it's, it's so <laughs> like, ironic because I, I mean, he got the supporting actor role. I, apparently, he was funny. He was, yeah. You know, got that. But I also heard amazing things about how it was directed, how yes. it was portrayed, mm-hmm. and Barbie's performance. I heard yeah. more about those three. Yes, yeah. you yeah, know. Sure. So for, for and then the three things I heard most about: Ryan Gosling was funny. America's speech was amazing. Yeah, it was. The whole entire concept of the movie and everything yeah. was like a whole nother level than anybody thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And Margot Robbie really embodied the totally, character. Totally. Yeah. So I, to me, all of them should have been recognized. Especially yeah. with the new landscape when it comes to movie going. Not a lot of people are going to movie theaters as they, as they used true. to because of COVID. It's they true. haven't fully recovered. So for that to be a billion dollar movie, movie by a woman. By a woman, I'm not even gonna say that. It was one of the rare times that um, a movie has crossed the billion dollar threshold since COVID. Since COVID, with in theaters, so I think that that we need to praise them for that because that's not easy. That that, that's a testament of I think a lot of people. A lot of the reasons why it was able to cross that threshold is because of word of mouth. Because people watch it, be like, you gotta go see it. Yada yada yada. Um, because honestly, when they said they were doing a Barbie movie, I thought, what the hell? What Me can too. you possibly do do to make th- this a worthwhile movie? Right. And I I didn't see it opening weekend. I went with t- uh, two friends and we ended up going and seeing it. And I was just like, because, you know, I would be um, I was like, girls, let's go. Let's go see it. Because in our workout class. One of the girls in there said, um, said saw it opening weekend. She goes, y'all have got to go see this. She was very adamant. Mm-hmm. So we're just like, okay, well, she said that we have to go see it. I guess we should just make it a girl's night. So we did, and we went in 
every time someone talk about Bridie, you gotta go see. It. Have you seen it? Go go see it. Yeah, it's one of those things where it, it kind of went along because of word of mouth. Right, and it's one of those things where I was thinking one thing. I thought it was gonna be funny, silly. Not on the level with like G.I. Joe and right, other right. Yeah. like battleships and just, whatever toy movie they have. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to go along those lines and it didn't. It really did take, and we were discussing this. I'm like, they took the Barbie and the cultural significance of the doll and, and explained it in the movie and just like the relationship that little girls have with these dolls and really put it into perspective yeah. and the impact that Barbie has because little you know, little girls when they play with them it helps them imagine their lives as grown ups. Yeah, and you know in the beginning of the movie, anyone who's seen the movie, they talked about before Barbie. Really, the only dolls that girls played with was baby dolls. Yeah, yeah. And so, and 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 I mm. think that just caters for little girls, really only fulfilling one role, and that's motherhood. Yes, where Barbie had her in space being president being a nurse a doctor there's so many different roles that barbie has allowed little girls to kind of imagine themselves and and i think they took that concept and really ran with it and if that was greta's vision and for her to be a co-writer and a director she took such a simple concept and just completely fleshed it out brilliantly Mm -hmm. very well because i i I, i'm gonna be honest i wasn't expecting a lot and she blew my mind yeah so i thought about it for weeks so you said something that made me go is that why because you know like barbie when it came out it's like what you just said, like it, it gives little girls this idea, like I can be this, I can be that, mm-hmm. da, da, da. but it was like almost the makers of Barbie, like wanted that out there, but they were like, well, let's just hide it. Mm. The patriarchy behind some big boobs and blonde hair. They won't notice. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's they a won't notice. And they were like, they did it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I think, and I think when it comes to that movie, who makes Barbie? Who made Barbie? Mattel. 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 Who's Mattel owned by? I don't know. Mattel is, it like is a, their own. You I mean, mean you're talking man. about the studio that brought Barbie? Yeah, like the concept Warner Brothers. Of Barbie. And no, the no, concept, no, the concept of Barbie, like mm. um, the idea. Yeah, the not the original creator. I was don't a, know. Was, was a, a woman. woman. It was a woman, and okay. her daughter, See, and her daughter's to... name was Barbie. Yeah, um, but okay. she worked, and she worked for Mattel. See. That was my idea. I was like, I wonder if it was a man or a woman, because it was the a, concept was, was probably completely like, huh? What you mean? Right. You want me to <laughs> yeah. what? You want her to be a a, a nurse? Oh, a no. witch? A yeah. Witch. So no, it was the original creator. The the original concept did come from a woman. So okay. All so right. I just sense. thought, um, like I said, Margot Robbie, she was fifty fifty for me as far as getting um a best actor because I I pretty think it's a pretty strong field this year. Yeah, it is. So it is. I thought yeah. for her, it was a long shot. It was a not not a long shot. It was just if she made it, great. Um, but I, I don't think it, she would have been in the running as far as had a great chance of winning anyways, mm-hmm. um, because it's such a loaded category this year. Um, and, but it sounds like, Greta. but Greta is one of those things where I'm like, I feel like that was a I'm snub. sorry to say, but I don't think Martin Scorsese should have been in that category. Yeah. She, he, that should have been her spot. He's been nominated so many times. And, and I think it's come down won? to yes. name recognition yeah. and the fact that he's Martin Scorsese, even though he's only won one once. For the departed, he's, yeah, he's he's been, I think, correct. I think they're trying to like make up for something. <laughs> yeah, I think she they're trying to movies almost as much as you. Uh-huh. I do like movies, and so I think almost they they do it almost out of reverence than necessarily that. Okay, mm-hmm. is this really the best 
the directorial name. job that was done this year. I think you're right. Totally. And I think there's some name yeah. recognition that people kind of fall back on. Yeah, they expect Martin Scorsese to get a nomination. Mm-hmm. So, like, if he didn't, they'd be like, up, up in arms. Like, oh, my God, how did he not get a nomination? Well, that's yeah. what they're going to be up in arms about. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So, I, I, I thought that was interesting, but... Um, yeah, a little. It, it's a little. It hurts a little for, especially for Greta. But yeah. it's one of those things where it is what it is. So she's going to continue to make great movies. She can parlay of this course, into yeah. other great projects. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, they'll give her a bigger budget, have more leeway, maybe to maybe segue into some maybe passion projects. So I, I love right, the way not. her mind works. So I feel like she should be given that grace. We're not surprised or. No shocked. No, that not not shocked, but I feel like given that, she even would, though she probably deserves. I it. hope right. this gives her the opportunity to have more things come her way yeah. and given more opportunities without having to maybe fight as as hard. Mm-hmm. Um, because she can say, "Hey, look, when given the chance, I can get you a million Billions a billion dollar yeah. movie. I can get you a return on my on on your investment, yeah. even if you do invest a lot in the movie. Even there's front. no Oscar nomination, right. she'll still yeah. get she'll the still do recognition. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, she does. Yeah, because yeah. um, yeah, because I I feel like that will be hopefully something she can lean back on in the future there were a couple other nominations and of course now that i'm on the topic i i'm drawing a blank but there were a couple uh uh, nominations specifically where i was like why did he get nominated or why did she get nominated i saw that why was she nominated so it just felt kind of like a weak did iron claw get nominated no No. not for anything nothing no No. not anything and people were surprised about that well there were some people that thought zach efron would get a nomination i i love zach efron michael was like "Mm." Yeah, the I, whole movie. Yeah, I love Zac Efron, but I, I, think I, I do too. I, <laughs> I do too. <laughs> I think everyone at this table does. Um, uh, yeah, absolutely. He's great, and he's a good actor too. But mm-hmm. the movie I gave a C plus. Um, yeah, it's just it wasn't very to me. It wasn't very good. But anyway, there, there are other projects that I thought were better. Um, why can I not think of a single one at the top of my head? I've seen so many movies, and now I'm th- <laughs> I'm thinking of one. Um, Pressure. Maybe it'll pop in my head at 3 a.m. and then I'll <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring it back to the topic, yes, the next table week. next yeah. week. Yeah. We'll have to have a, a rehash. Rehash. Yeah. But yeah, with the Oscars coming in, we'll definitely talk about it in a future yeah. podcast and see who wins, who doesn't win, which I'm going to try and watch as many of the, at least the best picture movies. Oh, sure, yeah. I'll try and watch as maybe many. I'll, maybe, maybe I'll do the same when I take my break from my reality TV. Yeah. <laughs> priorities. Priorities. There you go. Um, um, so yeah, I, I just thought that for, like I said, for Margo, like I said, I thought it was 50, 50 for Greta. I thought she should have definitely been nominated for yeah, sure. I agree. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, um, but yeah, I think, uh, and then, so, and then for our last grab bag is going to be Jillian. I think she had some stuff to say about her favorite topic, Harry and Megan. Yes. So, mm-hmm. um, as you all know, uh, Janice and I are both actually both Jamaican. Mm-hmm. And they were actually in Jamaica for the premiere of Barb Molly's new movie, One Love, uh, which is a movie about his his life. And so they went to the they went to Jamaica, went to the premiere and they were photographed with the prime minister of Jamaica, which anyone who knows the previous visit from a royal member of the royal family was William and Kate were pretty much the prime minister said, hey, glad you're here pretty much. (laughs) But he said that, hey, Jamaica is going to be taking a different direction going forward. And um, 
they've actually started the process of remove Jamaica being removed from the Commonwealth or exiting the Commonwealth. Wow. So um, that would uh, create that um, Jamaica would become a true republic. So um, even though we are an independent country, we're still uh, the queen or now the king, King Charles is considered head of state. Because we're part of the Commonwealth. Like abdication. That's what it's called when they remove themselves. Oh, I, I couldn't think mm. of from the Commonwealth. That's okay. what it's called, like when you move yourself from like Abdica- yeah, abdication. Like, yeah, yeah, abdication. Okay, all right. So, which Bahamas has already actually did and started that process and has completed that process, I believe. Um, so, a couple, I, and I believe a couple other countries are also considering it. Um, but as far as popularity and and size or the amount of people. Um, in the Caribbean, Jamaica is one of the the biggest one for us. So for them to lose that is probably a pretty big blow for them, um, which the Commonwealth was very, was very important to Queen Elizabeth. And so, of course, with them going to the premiere, of course, the British media cannot stop talking about them and always in a negative way. Mm-hmm. They were talking about how dare they go after what they, you know, prime minister, well, and taking picture with the prime minister after what he said to William mm-hmm. um, about being... And pretty much are like, and especially with Charles having surgery and Kate having surgery, why would you go to Jamaica and not come to England? I'm just like, the whole time thinking there has to be a cognizant disconnect for them where they're just hating Megan and Kate and, and Harry yeah. simply to hate them so they would have something to talk about. Agreed. Um, and be able to get clickbait because at this point, I'm just like, you pretty much ran them off. And now you're like, and they're mad. living literally across the Atlantic Ocean away from you to get away from the media and y'all still cannot keep their names out of your mouth. Yeah, it's true. You're and right. I was just like, I was just like, what are they supposed to do? Just lock themselves up. And, and, and that's the thing is, is that when they say nothing, they're being rude or ungrateful. Right. Where's the, 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 cause they were being rude when they come out and they do anything, they're doing it for attention. I thought they didn't want, I'm just like, what they are just living they're their damned lives. If they do, and then, absolutely. you know, a couple weeks before they were completely, tearing apart Lilibet because they were saying that Queen Elizabeth was highly upset that they had used this childhood nickname and named their daughter after them, which Harry said that this has always been the name. If I ever had a daughter, he always wanted his name, his daughter Lilibet. And mind you, every single grandchild has had Elizabeth as their middle name. Wow. Charlotte. That's her middle name. Mm-hmm. I believe Beatrice and um, Eugenie. That's a part of their middle name. Um, Zara. That's also her middle name is Elizabeth. What's the problem? A lot of Elizabeths. A lot. Every last one of her, the grandkids, and even the great grandkids. Man, if they have a problem, if she's a great granddaughter, the grandma talk about it. Y'all yeah. need to talk about it. It's not your. It's not your nickname. Yeah. yeah. And I think. And I, and so, I think so at the end of the petty. day, it makes Elizabeth look bad. Because I think even Anne, her middle name is Elizabeth. <laughs> Who's so, Anne? This Queen Elizabeth. That's Charles's sister. sister. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. So I believe she's the oldest. Do you think it makes her look bad? Makes Queen Elizabeth look bad? I think it does. I'm just like so. It makes her look bad because like so your daughter, your granddaughters, and your great granddaughters have your name. And your sister in law. Would that be sister-in-law? You believe that she actually had a problem with it? No, I don't. I think oh. they made it up. Right. In an attempt to make Harry look bad, but I think in the end result is that they made the queen look bad. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, agreed. And so, and I think at the end of the day, I was just like, 
is damned if you do, damned if you don't. And I yeah. feel really, I'm glad that they point, got away and they're able to not live and breathe in that constant pressure all the time. But even so far away, they are still used. I think at this point, both Harry and um, Megan know it's just like, that's how they're just living their lives. They don't care anymore because mm-hmm. I think at this point they know. Same thing. Damned if they do, damned if they don't. They're going to have a problem. The British media, which I, I feel like is who comes after them. I don't think it's their own family coming after them. Maybe sure, they yeah. don't. Maybe they don't step in and say, hey, this is wrong. But I don't think the family has any problem with his kids, his marriage. I think mm-hmm. overall it's the British media, which from my understanding from Diana, it's always them pushing this narrative and these negative things about what this person feels, this person feels towards this person. Like it, and it's never confirmed or corroborated by the Royal family. Mm -hmm. It's just you guys. And they say that the, basically the media controls all of it. Mm -hmm. So, so who knows? So that's what I'm like. I say at the end of the day, I think they're just mostly like, I think the Royal family just does not want to lose their spot. Mm -hmm. And, and is so scared of that, that they kind of allow it. it. And, just kind of look the other way. And mm-hmm. I think when it comes to the British media, they're just toxic and evil. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and something's wrong with them. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. I think like, it's clickbait too. Yeah. I think they just want to get clicks because they were trying to create controversy as a means to gin up attention. Yeah. And yeah. I think that I'm like, that, Cause that, really that them- shows you that's, that shows for me poor, journalism because i'm like if you're talking about the british media you guys are talking about them being in jamaica a country that basically you're saying well why are they there they didn't um they don't want to be a part of britain or the commonwealth like we don't have a reason but you guys literally said you didn't want them a part of commonwealth so why does it matter if they're there either way it's not even that uh no jamaica said they didn't want to be a part of the commonwealth but i'm just like no i mean as far as as harry and and and, um the british media y'all didn't want them there anyway so what does it matter yeah and i think also i find it funny that they're quote-unquote jab taking a jab at the prime minister as if jamaica hasn't given enough I'm just like, you yeah. have to understand y'all benefited from chattel slavery. You've stolen resources from Jamaica. Um, my mom was telling us, you know, you have, you have any idea how much land is owned by the crown in mm. Jamaica. And it's just like, it's just like, how much can we give to you? Right. And then we're still seen as ungrateful. Cause I was going through the comments and someone had the nerve to comment. Well, all that aid we send you and luckily somebody did respond and like, as opposed to the billions and trillions of dollars you've stolen from that land yeah, and wealth that has been built through well the, the labor of the people of that land. You, you can't compare you. No. There's, you have not even begun to repay what you have taken from Jamaica. So I find it funny that people are up, upset about that. And I think part of it is based on, they just hate Harry. And if, I think a lot of times with Jamaica exerting that, hey, we don't want to be part of this anymore. And I think they're upset about that as well. It's almost like we want our, we want to have our own. And it's almost like, how dare you? You should be grateful. Yeah. Like, because we're the great United Kingdom. You should be grateful mm-hmm. to, be, to be part of the Commonwealth. How dare you 
throw this present back into her face. Mind you, it is a present yeah. that has been bought and paid for with our blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. And and our resources of our land. So I just, right. I just as a Jamaican, I'm just like, it's insulting. Sure, yeah. And um, at the end of the day, Harry, Megan, if y'all want to come, relax, come on. We'll, we'll love to have Come you. On. <laughs> we'll lo- love exactly. We'd love to have you. And one thing's for sure, Jamaicans absolutely love Princess Diana, so they, she'll always have, oh. her, sir, her children will always have a soft place in our hearts. So, yeah. Yeah, my mom. One thing about mommy is she loves her some uh, uh, Megan and Harry. Megan and Harry. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. That's cute. That's all she does. Yeah, I see her YouTube history and just all the gossip <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. So, but anyways, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But that was our grab bag for today. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed hearing a little bit of a little bit of everything today. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're gonna get out of here. But you guys enjoy your Wednesday as you're listening to this. I hope you guys listen on your way into work and you get to talk to it about it with your friends. Okay. So we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. 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 And that's a wrap on the latest episode of Let Me Finish. Thank you guys for joining us for another week um, and listening to the latest episode. Don't forget, go like, share, and subscribe on your favorite platforms. And you guys can also follow us and see us on different platforms. I am on Instagram, and that's going to be Uniquely Janice. And then I'll also be on TikTok, Janice H, G-E-N-I-C-E-H. Michael, where can they find you? I'm only on Instagram, and it's Castro Salimi. Um, and by Castro Salimi, I mean Castro Writes, because um, I changed it, and I just forgot. <laughs> so it's K-A-S-R-A Writes, W-R-I-T-E-S. Yes. Jillian, where can we find you? Um, Instagram as well, and it's New Jillian Hudis. New Jillian Hudis. All right, well, we will talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.